Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. On today's episode, we have Chantel Andercastle coming on. She is a business strategist, a web designer, helping you get as clear as quartz crystal and bringing you the aligned clients you've been dreaming of. She helps you develop the real no like trust factor that really matters in business. The one where you know, like, and trust yourself, figure out what your business means to you and to your ideal clients. Communicate that deeper meaning through your message and your website. And Chantel has helped me through my business. I'm so excited to share her with all of you here. And we are also collaborating on the Design Coven, my interior design mentorship program for aspiring and uh, interior designers and those that are in the beginning uh, parts of their business, where we learn from real life interior designers and industry professionals. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Chantel and I kind of get into her services, what she's all about, and how we are collaborating on the Design Coven. Hello, I'm Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space through holistic interior design and magic. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, where we discover new concepts, meet creatives, and conscious businesses that contribute to creating an enchanted home filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for us, our families, and Mother Earth, a home connected to our highest vibration that brings us balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Welcome, welcome. We have Chantal of Clear Quartz Creative with us today, which I'm super, super excited about because we are collaborating um, through the Design Coven and other things. So this is going to be a really special episode. And before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and set our space by ringing our bell. Just really connecting into the present moment, connecting with our breath, our body. So I've got a beautiful Mithras beeswax candle that I love using in ritual. And I'm just creating our space here, connecting us with that beautiful fire element in creation. And I'm gonna pull a card. So uh, Clear Quartz Creative is the name of Chantel's business. And of course I have to use crystal cards. <laughs> so I've got the Radiant Crystal Card deck from Bouchette Design. And um, let's see what we got. So Chantel, I have to tell you that I was working on, you know, the Design Coven stuff. And I was like, you know, like just doing all of the um, graphic stuff, you know, and I was like, and I was thinking about like reaching out to you to like rebrand it. And I was like, what do I need right now? And I pulled the clear quartz card. <laughs> oh, that's magical. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then right away I was like, okay, I'm just going to email her right now. And like, <laughs> we need to get this done. <laughs> 
Well, let's see what we need today. <laughs> rose quartz. Ooh, we got rose quartz. Love uh, Unconditional love, forgiveness, and compassion. Of course, it's the heart chakra, vibration number seven. And this is connected to Libra and Taurus. And of course, I'm a Libra. Um, and I just love, I mean, that to me also just speaks to Venus. And Venus is just a beautiful planet that I'm in love with. Uh, affirmation, I'm filled with compassion for myself and others. And the energies here are um, unconditional love of others and oneself. It carries a high vibration that is warm and soothing. It's used to balance all the chakras. It leads us to compassion and positive self-esteem. And the flower that she has um, corresponding to this beautiful crystal is jewel weed, which is love, compassion, and attraction. Just love it. So great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, what are you nourishing yourself with this morning? This morning, I have uh, I have both hot and cold. I've got ice water. It's very warm here today, which is amazing. And also some decaf coffee, uh, hazelnut, I believe, uh, with a little bit of cream. Mm, nice. I have coffee as well. And I started this um, mushroom powder. It's called Morning mm, Routine. Mm-hmm. And it's from um, Fun Earth Co., and it improves energy, focus, and mood, which I definitely can use every morning. So that's what I've got mixed into my half regular coffee and half decaf, kind of a mixture. So yeah, so this I'm hoping is going to just keep me like moving and focused for sure. So I'd love to start with um, what's home for you at the moment? What what is what does that mean to you? Or you know, it could be physical, it could be the the idea of it, um, or both. Mm-hmm. Home for me has always been something that is very fluid uh, in process. I can make home anywhere really quickly. I'm that person that starts calling an Airbnb home after two days. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I've moved a lot. I have always had the delusion that, you know, space will fix anything Mm. or place will fix anything that I can move and and find whatever it is I'm looking for beyond the next new key. (laughs) But home for me right now is in progress because I live with my partner and his three children and we are in the middle of renovating and kind of flipping the whole house and also looking for a new home for all of us that fits all of our needs uh, because we just don't quite have enough space for us and three teenagers and a dog and both working from home. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and so true to form, home is is in progress for me right now. It's in flux. It's uh, it's adding new coats of paint every day and vacuuming up sawdust and, uh, and also browsing real estate listings. So, uh, but I like home to feel... I come to feel like the sum of its parts where the people are the parts um and just coming into a space that that feels good for everyone yeah that's beautiful i love it it's always so interesting to hear how everyone you know there's always these transitions or all or even with clients 
it's always through transition. I feel like they're always connecting with me, you know, with remodels and our homes are just so reflections of what's going on, you know, the transition between mm -hmm. like a divorce or, or just moving to a new space in general. And it's like, you know, we're evolving with our homes and the homes are transitioning and changing as we're growing. And so it's just, it's very, very cool. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I feel like I am transitioning into a bit of a new style too, because mm. I seem to be pulling that in through all sorts of ways, like clients who are designers and just like books about joy that are really about design. And wow. so I feel like my style is, is changing where it was a little more, it was a little, little more minimalist. And yeah. I've always had this love of, you know, a very vintage couch paired beside something very modern. So that juxtaposition has been mm -hmm. my thing. That's not new, but I think I'm becoming a little bit more of a maximalist, like where I just want layers upon layers. I oh, want like yeah. so much fabric and pattern and texture and, and just having more, yeah. like, I don't know if I'm reaching towards abundance there yeah. or what, but I'm just... I'm reaching for things that are feeling like, you know, like like eight things in one view instead oh of gosh. one or two things as the focal point. It's been an interesting transition. So cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. So we connected through a mutual friend, which I'm so excited about because as soon as we met and like just look, just, you know, talking with you, I felt so connected and felt like we were so in this alignment of energies and just the creative process and all of that. So I wanted to share a little bit about, you know, what your origin story is with your business and, um, you know, and talk about our collaboration with the Design Coven. And, uh, but I want everyone to know you. I want everyone to, you know, get to know like how you started, like what happened? How did all <laughs> this come to be? And how did you really find your niche and your path? And, um, you know, it's always so fascinating. Yeah, I'd love to share. I started I started with a yoga business and that of course is very much about alignment <laughs> and it turned out that yoga as more than a hobby or a practice for myself was not aligned for me. And in learning to grow that business, I had started by doing my own branding and I'd made my own website and I was getting a lot of external validation for that. Like I had a lot of people recognize that and start asking questions. And eventually I was at a workshop and someone asked me for my card and I handed over my yoga card and they're like, no, your web design card. Like, I don't really do that. <laughs> but I left and like an hour later I thought, okay, that's enough. Like there were two clients in there and yeah. I did love I've like I've always wanted to I've always felt creative but I'm not creative like pen and paper creative I can't I can't draw or I can't paint but I've always loved putting things together yeah and so web design and branding turned into that creative it always was that creative expression for me uh in a medium where I actually could express myself and so eventually I, I just, I said yes. And I 
an hour later, I emailed those people back and said, okay, I know I don't have a card, but I'll build you a website for a hundred dollars. Oh my <laughs> because God. Because I'm new and I don't know what I'm doing. And I grew the business much like that. I take on, you know, a couple of clients at that ridiculously low price point, And then I, I gather up enough confidence to add $200 to that ridiculously <laughs> low price point. And, and I just grew over time. And one of the beautiful things about it is I've always attracted just the most beautiful clients mm. that are doing so many amazing things in the world. And like, here you are, right? Where like, you're no exception. Like I attract people who are helping and healing other people. And there's this, this ripple effect yeah. of, of impact. Like at this point I've built over a hundred websites and brands oh and each of those people is going and using those websites and brands to help like in the capacity of designers, organizers, naturopathic doctors, lactation consultants. Like it's this lovely little mix of almost all service-based people but also people who are just very heartfelt, mm -hmm. very much caring about, about impact and about service. So I think it was very fortuitous that I named the business Clear Quartz Creative, which I didn't fully, it would be a great story to say that I intended this from yeah. the beginning, but that would be untrue. But I, I named it Clear Quartz Creative because I, I wanted something that would be able to have its own uh, heart and soul outside of me, not just be named after me. Right. And I was just getting into crystals. Like it was a new thing for me. I wasn't, I wasn't that into it, but I <laughs> it was like typical manifesting generator. Like, oh, this is exciting. I'm going <laughs> to get excited about this right now. Uh, but it turned into a, a great brand story of like the clear quartz crystal is an amplifier stone. And what mm -hmm. it does is it makes everything else around it, all the other stones around it more powerful. It increases their potential literally. Absolutely. And once I realized that I, that I intuitively named the business that without, without like intending that connection, um, it all started to click into place. Oh and gosh. so now I get to really live in that feeling of, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I'm doing here. I am having a positive impact through design, through the functionality of websites, through the intention and the strategy uh, of business. And I get to do that all in service of my really cool clients like you. <laughs> so rad. <laughs> And I see that you're also integrating human design into what you do. Can you can you share with us how you do that? Like, what does that look like? I'd love to. Yeah. So I'll talk first about my own design and how, okay. then how I use client design. But I'm a one three profile, um, and that's the investigative martyr. So what it means is that I love to build a foundation. That's the one line, hmm. and. I love to build the foundation again and again and again. Like I could have a new business every every three weeks, but <laughs> instead I do that through my clients' businesses. So I help them 
each new client build a new foundation for themselves. Yeah. So I do that through uh, through learning, through exploration. I do that through like a deep dive into, into them and their experience. Uh, and I love to listen and and gather information by by speaking with people and hearing the things that they're not hearing the things they are saying and hearing the things they're not saying and reflect that back to them and turn that into a foundation that they're more aware of because they often come to me not knowing that they have this foundation already and so through our work together we we make that more explicit uh, and we, I help them become more aware of it. Um, and as a manifesting generator, I'm a project-based kind of person. Mm. So I discovered early on that I loved the element of a branded website because I could work on something for a short amount of time right. and then have it be complete and then in essence get to move on to the next, Got it. Uh, which was a challenge for me in a lot of other jobs and endeavors because like there's nothing ever done about teaching yoga like yeah you might right. finish a session or a series but it didn't feel I didn't get that completion from it got it um and so project-based works great for me because if I work too long on something I'm bored and the passion for it is gone and the results aren't as good yeah uh and so over time I've refined the process to it's exactly four weeks for a website which is a little faster than an agency but if I mm -hmm. stretch it out too long and I ask my attention to be there for too long it's it's not good for anyone Got <laughs> like, <it. laughs> I'll start to second guess and like the brand yeah. will start to suffer and so uh, I try to honor my design in my business choices and yes. I also try to honor my clients design so when on my initial intake uh, the birth time is the first time the first thing that's that's in yeah. there the details and I'll run their human design chart before I read the rest of the questionnaire or before I look at their Pinterest board um, and it's something that happens after I've met them for the first time right. we've already had a call by that point so I I meet the, pe the person first before the chart but I use the chart to inform my process and and the results of the design the result of the business strategy in whatever capacity we're working on. I'll look at their chart. I'll see what jumps out at me, what I find, uh, you know, like sparks interest yeah. for me, what I find maybe different that I haven't seen in other people's charts or what I find unique um, or like interplay between elements like, oh, your environment and this together. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and I educate a little bit on people's design through the process so I'll I'll share you know like this this channel could be reflected in this way in your business yeah. or I notice you're doing this that's maybe a little bit of your your profile coming out uh, but I use it to help me know what to do and what not to do with Got clients um, so you know depending on what type of maybe what type of definition they have, I won't ask questions in a certain way or right. uh, depending what their profile or what their um, their strategy is, I might not uh, I might not ask for a quick turnaround on responses to a design proof. I might ask questions in a different way or I might like allow more time for reflection or I'll yeah. ask yes or no questions instead of open-ended questions. Um, so it's I use it mostly in that 
communication piece yeah. to ensure that I'm not conditioning my clients. That's the thing in human design, like where your design overpowers someone else's that you're interacting with. Um, and so in that way, I make sure that the design is not to me. It's right. fully them. That's so rad. I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can you share with us, like, what are the actual services or packages that you have to offer? Because um, I love that you are really clear on, you know, what you do and you have your boundaries, which I think is so important, especially with creating our businesses, because I do find that a lot of designers that are not only in the coven, but other people that, you know, have come to me, it feels like, you know, they're so everywhere or services are everywhere. And, and same thing with me, you know, I could be everywhere as well. So I, I just feel like you really demonstrate what it's like to have something that's super clear, super precise. And like, these are what, you know, these are the boundaries that you hold. And I think that's really something to be celebrated and to also share so that we can understand how we can apply that into our businesses as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I go through periods where I feel that way, that they are clear, and then ones where I'm racked with indecision as well. So I will say that my services are the way they are now because of every little experience I've had up to this point in business. Yeah. And I was just talking about this on a client call yesterday uh, where at the very beginning, like if you're in your first couple of years, it's okay to not have a fully defined process and packages yet because you're still gaining experience with every person you work with. You're essentially the, your goal in the first few years is reflecting after every client and thinking, mm -hmm. what did I really love about this and what worked well? And I'm going to implement that again the next time and what didn't work well that I'm going to let right. go of and never do again. And the exact offerings that I have now are a culmination of those periods of reflection in between clients or after you know client completion so it's it's okay to experiment and make changes to that over time it's not going to be a static thing where you know you keep the same exact services forever yeah. so with that disclaimer <laughs> I will say that I am very happy right now with the slate of offerings that I have I'm excited about each offer for different reasons mm -hmm. In terms of brand and web design, I have two potentials. Uh, one is the full package so that I do um, I do web design, including copywriting from a totally blank template or blank slate. It's not even a template. And then I also have on the other end of that, I have hour long action calls. And those are often for people who have created their website already themselves, but for whatever reason, you know, haven't felt ready to launch it or they have launched it, but it isn't working. Uh, and so having both of these, uh, both of these experiences for people to yeah. meet them where they're at um, has been really good because there's been times when I've only had the one and times when I've only had the other. And I've realized I do, I do really need both. There's, there's always going to be the person who wants the full experience, wants yeah. like, wants to be hands off in a sense, uh, but wants the complete package. And there's always going to be someone who needs just a little bit of help. And through those two services, I get to help both of them. 
Uh, and earlier in my business, I used to do a lot of branding on its own. So just the logo and the colors and the fonts and those things. And now I've evolved to where I only take on that kind of project if it's someone who's very aligned. Uh, and typically that only happens when I'm also building the full website and doing the copy uh, at the same time. And then in terms of the other branch of my business, the strategy and education part, uh, it took me a long time to reconcile how to fit both of those in together yeah. and how to like what connects these two things. And I had so I had advice from so many people to say like, you got to let go of one or the other. Like you've got to just like be a designer or you've got to be a business strategist, but you can't be both. And, um, but I have to be both because they're <laughs> right. so aligned and they're so connected to me. It was more just helping people see the connection. Yeah. Um, and so the strategy part is that one, three part of me, that foundational piece. And it's what, I wish all of my web design and branding clients came in knowing already so that I can make mm -hmm. the best final product for them. Uh, and the link between the two, between the strategy and the design, is that my clients want things to be meaningful. Yeah, They want it to have meaning to them. They want it to have meaning for their clients. And to do that, we can't just put together colors that feel pretty. Right. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And so the strategic side of things, I do VIP weekends where I work with clients on everything from their vision, mission, values to their brand voice, to their ideal client, to an aligned offer for them, uh, to their client process, their marketing, social media, all of those things. Um, and we work together on that for three days. Yeah. Uh, and it ends in a very fun, well, two, two very fun sessions, a Q and a session where they bring all their business questions that they've had. That they just want answers <laughs> to, uh, and we go through those rapid fire nice. and then another session where they have, uh, it's basically like a, a co-work where we do the things that have been keeping them, keeping them blocked. So we right. log into the website. We, write the thing we change the bio we do all of those things Amazing. that they you know have been things that have been keeping them stuck yeah uh and so that's the vip experience and then i am in process of launching a product which i haven't I know, talked this is about fancy okay very much <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've mentioned it to you actually. no i'm so excited about this it's uh i've been a little secretive about it because as a manifesting generator, I've had a tendency to get an idea, act on it immediately, skip a bunch of steps and just throw it out there. And this idea feels too special or too important okay. <laughs> for that rushed process. Right. And I need to I need to lean on the other part of my my design, which is that yeah. foundation bit and and really do this idea justice. And so I've been working on this for maybe six months or so. Uh, and I'm working on creating an actual physical product, something yeah. handheld yeah. that takes the place of the online course for entrepreneurs Beautiful. and helps them make one part of their business intentional at a time. Mm. So good. 
And that's what's currently public so about good. that product. <laughs> Handheld. Yes. <laughs> like an online course. And about making things intentional one little aspect of your business at a time. Beautiful. I can't wait for you to launch this. <laughs> when do you, when is it going to come out into the world? <laughs> or do it you know? is, it's in the focus group stage in August. Uh, so it'll go out to a small okay. group and, uh, and we'll, we'll workshop on it. And then it'll be out in regular production, probably October. Wow. October 1st is, uh, is the goal. Super rad. <laughs> I love it. I'll send you a copy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just love it when like things get created, you know, just like, oh, it's like, because we were just like making these little babies of all these beautiful things. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so exciting. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about, well, first I want to talk about, I mean, what you do is really magical because we had our session talking about my vision, mission, values, and all that. So, like I do a lot of stuff on my own because I just like I just want to get it out there. But then I realize, you know, I need help, right? I can't do like all the things mm-hmm. on my own. And and I brought to you what I thought, or you know, my first, I guess my first draft. I'm like, okay, this is what my vision is. This is my mission. These are my my um, my values. And then you came in, and you were able to just have me talk about like what each thing meant. And then you were able to take my words and add your spin to it and really articulate exactly what I was trying to get out there, but I wasn't able to communicate. And I just think that's such a gift. Like, that's huge. So like when I'm looking at my values now and I'm like looking at the mission, like, oh my God, this is so cool. You know, you just get so pumped up by it. And that's what I want to share with everybody here, uh, but also like in the design coven. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in um, is to help us with these focus, with these alignments with us so that we can be excited when we're ready to launch, you know, our own business and design or, or whatever it is, or even just in our own lives. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think that is just, you know, your superpower, of course. And I think you probably already Thanks. know that, but <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> if share I could it. Put one correction though. It's, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more like, I love when people say that, you know, you added your own spin on it. Uh, but it's really more adding your own spin on it mm. that you just didn't know was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there are there are hints and there are clues in what people say and what they'll allow themselves to put down on paper. Uh, there's a disconnect there for most people. And so when I was listening to you talk about your values, uh, what I was hearing was so much more than what you allowed yourself to type. Mm. And so it's it's always difficult to explain the process but yeah uh it's best explained perhaps in the words of uh a long ago ex-boyfriend who told me that i make people feel more themselves and that's why they want to be in my energy my energy is about making people feel more like themselves uh and that's what that's what that the magic is really put into words is everything that you were sharing about those values and about that mission just helping you translate those words into what you wanted what you felt good about putting on the page what you wanted to bring bring awareness to yeah and i I feel like you have a way of letting people be seen 
I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I, I really felt like you saw me, right? Like, you, you were able to get in there and express the things that, yeah, like what I was feeling. And it was hard for me to to get it down on paper. And I think also, you know, when we're writing things down, like, I'm I'm editing, I'm judging, you know, every little word mm-hmm. that I'm putting down. <laughs> Totally. Uh, and you're you're writing what you think values are supposed to be. Right. You know, not what you really think they are, <laughs> but we're all doing that. We're all editing ourselves constantly. Um, and the more we learn to just remove that and go with our first draft idea and feel that confidence of putting that down on paper and letting that be the thing, letting our thing be the thing, mm-hmm. uh, the better everything is going to feel, the more aligned everything is going to feel so I like to be a little bit of a bridge like that for people it's fantastic (laughs) so yeah so we are we're having you come in in the design coven to do these workshops so we've got five so basically can you go over a little bit about what each one of those workshops are um just so that they can know like what's coming you know to get excited about and I know that you can express it so much more um, clearly than I can. I just get super excited. And I'm just like, you guys are just going to love it. Like, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, what's like, what are the details here, Rachel? Because you're just like yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Well, it's good to have the overview and the details. I think both are needed. <laughs> yeah. We, we have such a fun collaboration coming up. I'm very, very excited to get to connect with members of the Design Coven. I know that for you as a 4-6, relationships are so important. And so allowing me to come into that relationship is feels really special. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm really grateful to you for, for creating that space. I also think it's the magic of the design coven that you've put together is this beautiful focus on relationships, yeah. like people's relationships to themselves as business owners and then the connections that they're going to make in in the design world. So I love what you've put together and I love getting to be a part of it. Uh-huh. Uh, you had asked me about like the, the businessy side of things and the branding and like web design side of things. And so what we did is we put together um, five main topics that we thought, you know, every person in the design coven could benefit from. And we decided to do these as live workshops, one a month yeah. and just rotate our topics. So the first one is the mission vision values, which I know uh, to everyone who's not in my brain, I know it doesn't sound exciting, but I promise I will make it (laughs) exciting. (laughs) You're going to feel so good when you have something that you actually emotionally connect to there. The reason you don't think it's exciting and the reason why you don't feel like you need it is because every vision mission values that you've read before has been someone's edited version. Like that is basically like a corporatized (laughs) version like of things and you haven't felt that emotional connection to it. But what we work on in that first workshop is uh, the feeling part of it. And when you feel connected to your mission, vision, and values, everything in your outside world shifts because your decisions shift. All of a sudden you're making decisions from a completely different place. um, And it's the place that like beautifully you really want to be. Yeah. So that's the first one. And then the second one is all about ideal client. And ideal client, again, is one of those topics that beginners and people who are even experienced in business alike, they both think like, ah, eh, that, that topic's overrated. Um, 
I know I want to work with, I know who I want to work with. I got this. Yeah. But again, going deeper is a huge benefit here. In this, in this workshop, we get to know your ideal client on a whole new level and we learn details about them that will allow you to make better connections. And that's, that's why. That's mm -hmm. the why piece of the ideal client is, you know, when we know that in addition to your design services, they are also going to, I don't know, conferences on how they can help stop climate change. And, and we know that they're also shopping, you know, sustainable fashion brands. We can connect with them on a whole other level. Um, mm -hmm. And again, that guides our decision making of... You know, if we ever partner with somebody, with a textile designer, say, um, you will partner with someone who's has a huge focus in sustainability because you know that's important to your client rather than just, you know, any, right, any other random designer. Like, so it knowing the specifics of ideal client helps remove those pieces of random and helps guide your decisions towards just that that more focused, more specific um, way that actually benefits the person you're really wanting to attract and bring in. The next one there is uh, intentional business. And that's all about bringing in all the elements that you and I find really fun. So yeah. the rituals and the, uh, the practices, the reflective practices, bringing in uh, elements from astrology, bringing in, you know, human design, Enneagram, all of the, those personality kind of things like the, um, the Myers-Briggs and the, I like the four tendencies from Gretchen Rubin and all of those, even the entrepreneurial archetype, like bringing in what you learn from those, those tools, those systems and yeah. integrating that into your business. So how you, how you can really work with your strengths and weaknesses, um, to, really play up those strengths and support those weaknesses and all about bringing in those those practices that just make it feel better for you like I know that a lot of people that you attract I'm sure are that like holistic type oh so, yeah 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 like bring in your crystals bring in your cards bring in the aromatherapy bring in like the feng shui bring in all of those practices that are important to you and bring them into your business allow them to have a place there and next we talk about brand superpowers in our workshop series uh, and this one is all about acknowledging what makes you different from every other blank insert title here <laughs> and this is this is such a powerful one because it's very tempting to think to yourself oh I'm you know I'm I'm an interior designer I'm like every other interior designer out there but that's not totally true. You are your own version of that title and you bring to it such a varied set of experiences and right. awareness and magic. And until you know what that is, it is going to be so difficult to convince anyone to work with you or yeah. attract the right people to work with you. Uh, and so surfacing those superpowers is all about developing confidence. Uh, and, you know, in some circles, you might call this like niching a little bit, yeah. but we're niching to the things that make you, you. Um, and we're giving permission to incorporate those elements yeah. into your business. Yeah. 
And then lastly, the last one is brand voice and messaging uh, because so much of what we do in business is communication. Absolutely. And that's where things either go right or go wrong. And yeah. the words that we use, what we say matters more than we think. And we're doing that all day long. We're, we're doing that when we're speaking on our podcasts. We're doing yeah. that when we're typing an Instagram caption. We do that when we're talking on a client call. It's all communication. And where things get, where things go a little off kilter right. is if we don't have a defined brand voice and we don't know what our message is and we we sound different in you know in every place we contradict right. ourselves we um we don't provide that like cohesive experience mm -hmm. uh and then we confuse our audience and they're not sure anymore you know what we're offering or what we do or how we help um right. and so what we say, how we say it, that can have a really big impact on just the success of the overall business and just how everyone feels. Uh, and so brand voice and messaging is a little bit about knowing what words, what tone uh, that you're going to use when you write, when you speak. Um, and also just to ensure that you're communicating what is really important, mm -hmm. uh, that you get to the essence of what's important in what you're doing when you're when you're connecting with potential clients or existing clients yeah oh my goodness this and those are our five workshops so yeah it's really <laughs> fantastic and also i wanted to mention that the fire tier uh, which is the one-on-one -on -one mentorship tier uh, not only do you get an hour with me but you have an opportunity to have Chantel for an hour at exclusive design coven uh pricing um which I think it's going to be so rad just being able to have you there and available for them to get more of this insight on directing them in their business. And can you share a little bit of maybe like, I know you've had a session of like, or even just say, sharing with us, like, what is it that you're finding that people are wanting or, or how your services are being supported or you just give us a little bit insight on what those are like. Yeah. So for fire members, we decided that they would get one like in their first month. Oh, wait, we were keeping that a secret. <laughs> oh, no, we can share that. Yeah, they're getting an hour to, okay. to, yeah, to try it out. <laughs> that, yes, that's, I forgot to say, yes, we there. that is a bonus. We are giving them an hour to totally connect with Chantal and then um, the opportunity beyond that to hire you. For <laughs> I thought I spilled the secret right here no, live no, no, no. on your on your podcast. <laughs> yes, no. we're doing a free session um, for everyone in their first month of Fire, and yes. that's a little bit of a get to know you and a little bit of a a reflection of where you're currently at in business and which areas you might want to explore more strategically. Uh, and everything that I've talked about today, like my my whole skill set is available to you in that hour uh, or any time that we spend together. So I don't segment things like if sometimes we wind up talking about the blurb on your about page and yeah. sometimes we wind up talking about the colors in your logo and sometimes we wind up talking about the uh, specifics of what your ideal client needs to read from you on Twitter or whatever, you know, whatever social you're doing. Uh, and it's it's about responding to to your needs in the moment. 
uh, with some strategy, with some awareness, uh, always with the current of making things more intentional, uh, mm -hmm. doing things on purpose, showcasing really what is meaningful to you, what's meaningful to your clients, uh, and making that happen in some of the, like some of the tech pieces, some of the um, communication pieces, some of the, like all of those elements that work together, right? A business yeah. is so many items on a to-do list put together. Uh, and I help you tackle any of those with intention. I help you get deeper on them. Uh, but we can also respond to what's happening in the moment for you. Yeah. So what's what's keeping you stuck? If, if every day you log into Instagram and you're feeling like the bio doesn't really reflect who you are anymore or the title on your business card doesn't feel like you anymore, mm -hmm. then that's where we begin. So cool. I just think it's so rad. <laughs> you just bring like this <laughs> element that I like, like I could be so excited about things that I can help. And I, you know, in, in the mentorship, you know, I'm helping with design, um, you know, the design business or like how to connect with, um, you know, creating these relationships and just my experience that I have in the design world. And then to be able to bring you in from this business aspect that I don't, you know, I know a little bit, but I'm not like an expert. It's not what I do. So it's just really cool to be able to have you come in as a partner and help guide a lot of that. So I'm just super excited about it. Yeah. Earlier you talked about how you showed me your first draft. Oh yeah. Uh, and we went from there and I got to say like, I love first draft energy. Uh, I love starting wherever you're at with anything and just helping you take that next step. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And, and for me, it's like getting that clarity and just getting me on the right track. And then it's like, okay, then I can start writing again. Cause I'll just like, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we get stuck, right? We get stuck because we need either some kind of skill or we need some kind of, uh, self-awareness to keep going mm -hmm. on things like we get to a point um, with ideas where you know we can take them this far and then there's like this little this little like not barrier exactly but there's like this little plateau say yeah, yeah. with an idea where we reach that point and we just need something to get to get past that and sometimes mm -hmm. that's just being introduced to the right person or um signing up for the right new tool or yeah. reading the next book like you need some kind of resource to get you past that little place where you're stuck and on to the next thing and it's it's great to be able to do that together and not have yeah. to tackle all of that on your own because that plateau is going to last a little longer if you're if you're sitting there on your, by yourself yeah and we just like feel like we're so. just spinning wheels and it's like okay mm -hmm. <laughs> the inspiration yeah. just goes boom, boom. yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah, and we yeah. want to honor your ideas. That's that's a concept I've been thinking a lot about lately mm -hmm. is so many of us like, well, less you because <laughs> you're so <laughs> great at having an idea and putting it out into the world. But a lot of people, you know, that idea just stays in the idea stage forever yeah. or it lives in the notebook or it lives in the notes app. And it doesn't feel like a possibility because the steps to get it into reality just aren't illuminated for us um, and our ideas want to be honored I think Absolutely. and so even if that means pl 
placing them <laughs> somewhere safe for right now and saying like, I will get to you later. Yeah. Uh, or it means running full steam ahead on something like finding a way to honor, honor ideas and as much as we can bring them into the world uh, when it's the right time um, is, is I think maybe a beautiful definition of entrepreneurship and just Absolutely. being a business owner is having that agency over our own ideas. Yeah. With sure. some support. Yeah, of course. It's like, it's always a support yeah. in, in, in the relationship. Like I said, that that's a, a big thing for me, but. <laughs> yeah. I love hearing that's you talk cool. about relationships. Um, you light up when you talk about uh, connecting people yeah. with other people. It's so, it was like the first thing I noticed on, on our first call when we met. Yeah, it's really neat. I just, I, I just get electrified by it, right? It's like, like all these little things just start buzzing around me and it's like, yeah. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> How can everyone find you? Like, even if they're not in the design coven, like I want people to connect with you and to learn from you. And you've got a pod. Uh, yeah. Can we share about your podcast? And then <laughs> sure. also about like how we can connect with you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I also have a show, the Aligned Action Podcast. And that is very much about everything we talked about today, uh, all of those different topics. The common thread there is alignment uh, and taking aligned action. So a lot of uh, a lot of people listen to learn more about, you know, making decisions that are in line with what they actually want, where they want to go, where they're headed. Um, and I talk also significantly about like growing your business skills on there um, because a lot of a lot of people especially people probably listening to this show, like you are very intentional in the work that you do with design. You're a very intentional designer uh, and you want to be as intentional in your business as you are in your niche. Uh, but for whatever reason, like that doesn't come as naturally to you, right? Yeah. A lot of us are like, whatever our title is first and then business yeah. owner second. That's I think almost like most of us really. And so that that desire to be intentional is is what I address there on the podcast. I also share these monthly alignment reports uh, that are very honest looks at what was aligned for me and my business mm -hmm. in the previous month and what wasn't aligned. Uh, and then I also talk about my most meaningful actions uh, because often people will say, you know, like, oh, like do your money making tasks first, and people are like, what are those? <laughs> and I think there's 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 this element of secrecy, right, in the yeah. in the business world, um, where we don't totally know what everyone else is doing behind their yeah. own laptops for eight hours a day. And I like to, I like to just put it out there and give give people at least one example, even if that example is mine, over what I'm spending my time doing and right. what I think is important right yeah. now, uh, along with what like where I made mistakes and what wasn't aligned, what I said mm -hmm. no to, what mm -hmm. I wish I'd said no to. I, I get into all of that. So those are, that's my take on the monthly income report, <laughs> which is a lot of <laughs> braggy numbers and not yeah. a lot of substance in a yeah. lot of shows. And so my take instead is like the, not necessarily the numbers, but the feeling yeah. behind it. Yeah. I think that's huge. I, yeah, it's uh, it's been really fun to put together. I love to I love to talk <laughs> and 
So the podcast is uh, is a fun way to do that, to be able to talk directly to uh, to entrepreneurs and small business owners. Yeah, and I think it's great. Yeah. You know, I I listen to those, and it's like it's just nice to hear from someone else's perspective. Like, and it also gives me a moment to reflect and be like, oh wait a minute, like what, like you know, what happened this month for me? Like, what wasn't an alignment or like. Okay, that, you know, it's just one of those, it's just like checking stock, right? Of like, okay, what was good? What felt great? What's not so good? Okay, I know to like, to move forward, like intentionally and mindful versus just keep going through the rhythm of things and then get stuck in these um, same patterns or get stuck in the same, like, oh shit, I'm in that relationship again. Or oh, right. I, I recreated <laughs> that <laughs> that same scenario that I, that I didn't learn like two months ago. Yes. Yes, that's that's <laughs> perfect. I I do intend for the pause point to be not just for me monthly, but for listeners as well. If I could prescribe anything, it would be that pause. Like reflection is so, so, so key yeah. uh, because there's so much information in our experiences. And if we are going too fast, like you said, if we're not paying attention, then we miss all of that richness that's yeah. there uh, and it's just it's just so important to honor our own experiences as well uh, so reflecting on those is uh, it's just it's gonna feel it's gonna feel really good <laughs> yeah and I, just, I don't have a more eloquent way of saying it. it's just gonna feel <laughs> really great <laughs> um, and I was just thinking like that just reminded me of the moon state the moon phases and having that dark moon mm. moment and being like mm-hmm. maybe you know I am all I'm all it's about rituals so it's like oh that'd be such a good ritual at the dark moon for the business to just take that moment on that day to reflect and you know do exactly what you were just talking about what what was in alignment what's not in alignment um mm-hmm. and sitting with it for a moment because that's just the perfect time or when the moon is in uh void of course which means it's not in a sign right so it's just like it's kind of just in this void in between this in between mm-hmm. space mm-hmm yeah, maximizing the in-between. Absolutely. And and yeah, it can be connected to any other ritual that you do yeah. as well. Absolutely. Uh, which is the, the beautiful part of that. What rituals are you practicing right now that you are enjoying or like what's keeping you grounded or centered or, you know, besides your mm. alignment reports? I know that's like, that's kind of ritualistic as well, but are there any other things For that sure. you're doing? Yeah. Well, in this season, like where I live, it's it's nice and warm here and it's essentially a reward for nine months of very cold uh bitter conditions so i am spending as much time outside as Mm. i can um i'm i'm direct light determination in human design and so i literally recharge by sunlight and i i'm a more complicated house plant essentially just like coffee uh and water and sunlight is all i need uh so anything outside like i i spend hours a day just sitting in the sun walking um being connected to the outdoors like reading under the trees um where i I'm, we're recording now i'm in my my outdoor office in the gazebo yeah. getting just as much of this warmth soaking it all up as i can uh and in terms of other practices like there's been many points at which I've been a daily meditator. Right now, I am not in that season, although yeah. I'd like to be. It's one of my goals this year, but I'm in a little bit of a, I'm just out of flow with yeah. meditation at the moment. And so meditation for me right now is more of a 
integrated practice for me where I take, you know, a few conscious breaths at many parts during the day instead of sitting down for a formal practice. Uh, although I really value my formal practice, it's just not, it's just not working right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm confident I'll flow back to that <laughs> as I always do. <laughs> I love rituals. Rituals are, are very flowy for me too. Like there's times at which I'm drinking crystal water every morning. And then there's times at which I'm meditating and doing a gratitude practice every night. Or there's times when I'm journaling every day and they work for me for a time. And then like right when I need them, they're there. Yeah. And then I move on to the next one. And it's gorgeous. I've, I've learned to have to allow that. Yeah. (laughs) As much as I, I, my preference would be to be the kind of person that does, you know, everything every day or like that, that control element. Yeah. It's tempting to, to feel that way, but I've learned that I operate much more on the as needed rituals basis. I love that. Yeah. I think that that too is really important for people to know that it's okay to shift and flow and not do something. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people have this, might have this perception or, or maybe it's just me that that ritual or that these things like you're talking about meditation, you have to do it, you know, regimented every time at this, you know, many, and this is what it looks <laughs> like. And it's like, it's like, yeah. we want to scratch that, right? We want to make sure that everyone knows that it's completely different for everyone and how they navigate it. And it can change on a daily basis. It's not something that you yes. have to be so hard on yourself with. Yeah. When I set out for the yearly goal of daily meditation, I acknowledged right from the beginning that that it was going to count if I did one conscious breath in a day. That would count. I wasn't committing to 20 minutes of seated yeah, like meta practice, for example. I had to leave it more open-ended. Uh, I love streaks as much as the next person, <laughs> but being too rigid is, is I think, the, the best way to set ourselves up for failure yeah. uh, when it comes to those rituals. Um, so I agree with what you said completely. Yeah, awesome. And then, and then uh, before yeah. I interrupted you, you were going to go on about <laughs> how we can connect with you <laughs> besides your podcast. Yeah. Okay. So we can go back no, there. No, this is a good question. I'm, I'm very glad that you asked it. Uh, yeah, I am, I'm in one of the, like a quiet period right now. I'm, okay. I'm working on my idea, uh, the bring that product to life. Mm-hmm. And so the podcast is something that happens regularly. My email list is another thing. Um, you can get on that uh, by clicking the, uh, the quiz button at the top of my website. It's a black bar. Okay. And the quiz is all about um, what pattern is holding you back in business right now. And when you click that and you take that quick little quiz, um, it gives you a result that leads to an episode of the show. Um, Very cool. And yeah, it was one of of my inspired lead magnet ideas. I love it. I, I grew frustrated with quizzes that were leading to these you know, signing up to some email list where you're hearing from someone three times a day for (laughs) three years or whatever. And I thought, what would be the most helpful? Like when you, when you got a quiz result and I thought, okay, a podcast episode that led you through the practices to remedy that would be the most helpful. And so that's what I, that's what I built. So so cool. uh, when you know your pattern, it leads you 
to a specific episode. You click on the link, you get to listen to it right away. Uh, and if you choose, if you like, you can stick around. I email, um, I email only once a week and my newsletter practices are, are I think you do that too. Yep. You do the, the one a week. Yep. One a week. Newsletter. Week? Yeah. Wait, we have that on in Thursday. common. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, mine's on Thursday too. Oh, look at that. <laughs> like, it's such fun alignment. <laughs> so funny. I, I like to send mine at one eleven. Um, oh, I love my, that. In my time zone. Yeah, it feels nice and magical. <laughs> uh, and I'm also on Instagram at Clear Courts Creative, though I've been very quiet there. It looks as though I've abandoned it completely, but I haven't. I do check in. I do still DM, um, and I'm happy to I'm happy to chat with anyone. So if you DM me, tell me that you heard uh, heard me here on Bewitching the Home. Introduce yourself, say hi, yeah. uh, and maybe tell me the part of your business where you'd like to feel more intentional, and we can we can chat that out. That'd be amazing. You're so rad. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and allowing me to share you with all my listeners and the Design Coven, and I just know that this year, all the things that we're creating is just so cool and I can't wait to see the transformations of the people that are going to be in the courses and just watching them evolve I mean I've already seen like so many things happen in just this first month and we're not even done with the month with just the group and the people and the excitement and even just working with you and I can't wait for our branding session and all that stuff to happen and I'll be sharing it of course with everybody so cool Absolutely. I'm yeah. so grateful. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for bringing me in with the Design Coven. Uh, it's a it's a community that I'm really proud to be a part of. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E. And find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.